Welcome to another episode of Just Being Amos Podcast with my co-host Trevor. We're going to try something different in this podcast. We are going to talk about Double Dragon, a movie based off a video game. And also we're going to talk about what remains of Edith Finch, a video game that Trevor is going to talk about. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to an amazing show, the Just Being Amos Podcast, with my co-host, Trevor. Yo, what up? Now, our last episode, we talked about the expanse, and I think um, when we was doing that episode, after that episode was done, you and I was just talking about video games, movies based on video games, right? Yeah, I think we had mentioned it a little bit during the podcast, but then we talked more about it afterwards. Yeah, we did. But I think we did this previous conversation a while back in other podcasts, too. And I, yeah, uh, yeah, and then we also did it um, um, personally in our conversation and everything. So my thing with the, with movies that are based off video games, why Hollywood keep making them, man? But <laughs> and that's one of the things, man. Are they are they they could be bad or they could be atrocious. They could be okay. And, right. And so, so yeah, so Hollywood doesn't have a very good track record when it comes no. to making video game movies. No, they do not. So yeah, so we we've kind of decided that we want to take we want to watch some of these movies oh god and you know you know i guess if if you want to go ahead and yeah, take I mean, over from here explain. yeah yeah this is plain so what we decided was we were going to do a little bit of research on some of these movies and trevor my good friend trevor over here had did a list of movies that uh was been made from video games man it was a long damn list <laughs> Yeah. So we decide, you know, we're going to check it out some on the streaming service and things like that, like Netflix, Hulu, um, Disney Plus, HBO Max. I don't, I don't think Disney did anything on um, I don't think Disney did any of them, no. Smart so move. Yes, yeah, so I, didn't, I didn't look on Disney Plus, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, smart I, move. I don't think I'll find anything. Yeah, smart move. So we looked at some of the streaming services and Amazon, and and um, and I and, and we, we, looked, we came in to cross a few. And yeah, was, we've we've come across a you know a good handful that we can find. And for we say free. handful, right? That we can find for free, um, and then you know we we might see what we can find with some of the other ones, but so we'll at least focus on those ones first. So for this episode right here, we are going we are just going to talk about a movie that is actually based off a video game that was back in 1987. Uh, yeah, it was made in it was released the, the video, video game the video game was. the video game was released in 1987. It was called Double Dragon. Remember that Double Dragon, Double <laughs> Dragon. Yeah, yep. So, so it's about two brothers, Billy and Jimmy Lee. Jimmy Lee, and they, they got the basic color red and blue, mm-hmm. and they they got their little vests and stuff like that. <laughs> their karate geese. <laughs> yeah. What well, they didn't even look like karate geese at all, man. It was just like a t-shirt and a vest, a cut off. Um, yeah, well, they were like gang, gang, karate <laughs> gang members. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's uh, who made that? Um, not tech. Yeah, it's techno. It techno. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they made. See, I remember the arcade. You said it was an arcade. So it came out in the arcade. Then later on, it came out to your home on Nintendo. The um, in the first Nintendo they put out, right? Yeah, it was yeah. on the original Nintendo. Nintendo. So they put it in your home. You could play it. And boy, I never could get to the end, man. What about you? 
I could get all the way till that big uh, a Bobo guy with the machine gun came out, right. and then he would kill me every time. I never was able to get past him. <laughs> so that's the video game, man. It was just a beat 'em up, you know, karate street gang kind of thing. You know, it was fun to play. You know, it was no really no story behind it. Really, it was just beating up people. Right. Well, no, there was a story. story. But it was Basic, basically what happens is the um, their girlfriend gets taken by the gang member or whatever right. at the beginning. I mean, he just like walks right up to her and just punches her right in the stomach. Just <laughs> violence against then, women. Yeah, and then throws her over his shoulder and walks away with her. And then, you know, depending on whether you're playing one player or two player. So the first player will be Billy. Right. And he's the blue. And, and then if you play two players... Um, the red guy comes in and that's Jimmy. Yeah. So what's weird about the the thing is that, so you basically fight through all these gangs and all these levels to finally get, um, to finally rescue your girlfriend, right? Yeah. But then what happens at the end, and this is just really strange, is that once you beat like the main bad guy, it turns out your brother, you now have to fight your brother over who's going to date the girl. <laughs> like, to the death. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, it's like you fight your brother over the girl, and it's just like, does she not have a say in this? <laughs> that's, that's fucked up, man. It's just ridiculous. So, so, ridiculous. so that's the video game. So Hollywood decided to say, hey, man, let's make a movie from this popular video, video game by Nintendo. And, and let's do this, right? And I, I think something came before that, though. Mario Brothers came before Mario that. Brothers was the first, first one. Double Dragon was the, the second, second one, in, at least in order of release. Right. Yes. Yeah, so that was the second Nintendo <laughs> video game put out there, right? So the movie came out in 1994, and it was um, – the studio was what? I can't think of the studio. Uh, was it New Line Cinema? No, it wasn't New Line. Um, but anyway – um, so they, it, it came out, dude, in 94, and it was totally different from the video game. The story was so right. Totally I different. mean, it had nothing to do with like kidnapping a girlfriend. It, you know, it, it it took the whole post-apocalyptic Los Angeles and the gangs, and yeah. that was and sort of the abobos, and that's about all it did. Yes, <laughs> everything else was yeah was completely brand new material. And I mean, while I'm while I'm not thrilled and while well, i'm glad they kind of moved away from the damsel in distress you know <laughs> storyline i'm not really sure the one they chose was any better <laughs> no they did not man you know, they did not so i mean in this um movie here is and the crazy part is man when it first came on they was um you see los angeles not los angeles anymore it's new angeles yeah it's new angeles yeah in 2007 <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it was 2007 is when it takes place. Wow, it's something so, that Yeah, made... after like a major earthquake, so, you know, there's a lot of smog and radiation and pollution. <laughs> oh, and fuck. Yeah, and the rivers the rivers have like, yeah, gasoline and crap like that in it. So, yeah, they're they're toxic and will be can easily get set on fire. <laughs> you know, like that river in Ohio. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> damn. Yeah, man, it was... It, I, the setup was just... Just so corny to me, man. Really, and just like you said, this made back in 1994, man. And and the special effects was oh god, guys. When I tell you this right here, it's just so cringeworthy. Of just, it, I would just like pause it for like 30. I saw 30 minutes of it. I paused, stop what I did. 
I think I came back later. I think the next day I watched like another thirty minutes. I said, I cannot sit through this whole movie, man. You coward! I was. I coward. watched the whole thing from start to finish. Well, you're a brave man. Like ripping that fucking bandaid off, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, you are a brave soul. <laughs> but I finished it. <laughs> but yeah, man. So we said we can go ahead and just not. We want to not rip it really bad, you know, but. This movie was made. Right. So, well, let's explain a little bit. Like, what we kind of want to do with this whole segment is we don't want to necessarily make every single, like, episode that we do just about one of the movies. Yeah, right. We may throw it on as, like, the last 10 or 15 minutes where we discuss one of the movies that we watched. Right. But this time we'll kind of go through Double Dragon. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, we, that's, that's the idea for this episode. We're not going to. At least talk about about fifteen to twenty minutes of it, you know. Right, and, and you know, and so yeah, we're not we're not planning on getting you know just ripping everything a new one. It's we'll go out based on the merits. That's the whole point, you know. Right. Was this a good movie? Was it a bad movie? I mean, most of them are bad, but you know, <laughs> did it have some good points? What was bad about it? You know, what was cringeworthy? What was laughable? What was you know okay. that sort of thing? And we're gonna start right now. Right, we're gonna start right now. So Trevor, what did you? like about some of the things that was in the movie? What did you like about it? Because like you said, this is not, this is not your Oscar-winning um, performance and nothing like oh, that. No no way. Nah. So what did, the, what did the things that you did like about the movie? Um, well, some of the humor was kind of funny. There were some moments. Some. Uh, look, I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt here. Y'all should okay? see my face because I'm making a Yeah, like, he's making a face at me. That's why I'm trying to have to defend myself here. Um, <laughs> okay. There were a couple funny moments, um, like the when they're rubbing the thing, and then all of a sudden you hear the. Vroom, vroom, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Vroom, I remember vroom, those things. And what was that? Yeah, I can't remember those whirly whatever. Yeah. So and then they're like, "Oh, it's working, it's working!" And then it turns out there's just some guy that's in the thing doing one of those, you know, like plastic whirly right. things that right. makes that you know vroom, 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 vroom noise. And so then everybody starts laughing at him. That was kind of cute. Okay. I did like the two twins. The with the lot the the bad guy henchman yo dude i got something to say about those that. guys were funny because um did you see because they kind of they kind of look alike but did you see the one point where they both put the gum in their mouth, mouth? Yeah. yeah like double your refreshment yeah, but, <laughs> yeah yeah and then at the end where they're holding like the signs the you know we'll hench for you know for food for or food. whatever yeah um Boom. That was cute. But did you see what their names were? I didn't see the name. What was the name? So the the two names uh, of them were, one was Huey. Oh, okay. And the other was Lewis. So Huey Lewis. Huey Lewis. Huey Lewis in the, what was it? The Huey Lewis in the news. In the news. The name of the, the band. band yeah. yeah. They hit the B square, huh? Mm-hmm. For the y'all who's, who are uh, that age group, you know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, man? Um, I disagree. <laughs> because scene line to me it was a force I mean, laughter most of them were forced laughter but I'm saying those were the only things that I found amusing I was trying to find something <laughs> worth uh, worth what um, Trevor yeah that was worthwhile, worthwhile. That, you know, that was that was something good that kind of came out of it some yeah. of the action was pretty cool now um, the thing I liked about it is, like you said just a second ago, the action was not bad. Right. You know, because uh, matter of fact, the guy Mar de Casa. Uh, right. So yeah, this is one of the things I want to discuss. Okay, so the two brothers, uh, Billy and Jimmy, are played by 
Billy is played by Scott Wolf of Party of, Party Five. of Five fame. This was like right before or right at the time Party of Five was starting was when it was released. Right. Because they both were 1994. But this was probably started because filming takes longer for movies. They probably did this one before he got cast in Party of Five. Oh. So this was probably right before. Right. But yeah, so you got so you got Scott Wolf as Billy Lee, and then you got Mark uh, the Casa. Is it the Casa? What? My page. The Costco's. The Costco as okay. his brother Jimmy. Right now, what I find funny about this is you know. I saw that Mark DeCascos is from, he was born in Hawaii. Yeah, I know but that. But he definitely looks like he has Asian heritage. Mm-hmm. Scott Wolf is like a white boy. <laughs> <laughs> and these two are supposed to be brothers. They make no mention of they're adopted or, you know, uh, we don't know what their parents look like. But it's just so funny because it's like and these guys cannot be biological brothers. <laughs> that was another problem, too. Could it could not be brothers, man? <laughs> But Mark is he's been in a lot of movies, man. As yeah. far, he might have a um, background well, in martial arts. I he believe. he does. I saw on his on his webpage he does like martial arts and things like that. So he obviously, you know, you could see he had training, and so you know he he had some great fight moves, and you know is pretty good. But did you notice what Whoop though was different? He didn't do too many. That that was the funny thing that that I found about this movie is that yeah, it's like you have you have uh you know Jimmy kicking ass doing all this you know kung fu martial arts and stuff, and then you just have Scott Wolf like just kind of punching and yeah kind running of around spinning and yeah like not really doing martial. Arts. He, he ain't do his work, man. <laughs> so it was just really funny because it was it was like clearly Jimmy is the more competent of the brothers, and yet <laughs> Billy is more the hero of the movie. Yeah, man. For those who don't know, Mark. Um, what did he say, DeCosta? DeCoscos. DeCosco, he played in John Wick as the bad guy on number three. Yeah, he was yeah. in the third he, one. He, he idolized on John Wick. I'm a biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. So, that's one thing. The action was not too bad for me. Right. You know, it, you know, it wasn't too bad. But you, it, but everything else, the, the laughter, the humor... It seemed like to me it was very forced some, in some scenes. It was forced. It was childish. I mean, you could tell it was kind of made for kids. But, I mean, it was like even kids would not enjoy this movie. Oh, no. No, <laughs> no. But, you know, um, Melissa Milano. Milano? Yeah, Alyssa Milano oh, is in it. in it. Yeah, that's like younger years. Yeah. But, but she had that terrible, um, that short, yeah, that short dyed blonde hair, you know, yeah. haircut. That uh, just, doesn't, just work for you. doesn't really work for her, I don't think. Yeah, you know. yeah, but it worked, did it work for you? No, no not at all. No, no. So, yeah, so I, st- I started watching this movie, and I was, like, taking a bunch of notes, which I, um, so let me, let me see if I can look at some of these. Damn, you've got okay. a lot, man. Yeah, I had I had a lot, but but yeah, no, the the special effects. Okay, so the special effects are pretty bad. Like, there's the Robert Patrick when he. Uh, yeah, by the way, guys, Robert Patrick is in this. Yeah, from movie. Terminator yeah. Judgment Day. He's the bad guy. Um, and with, oh my God, that hair. <laughs> the blonde bleach. He has blonde, bleach blonde, blonde hair that, like, you know, is just kind of like. Um, who was it? Was a kid like from Kid and Play? Yeah, yeah like, like st- standing like straight up. Speak of, think of Vanilla Ice without the um, right. Exactly. It, yeah, it's Vanilla Ice, but it, it's like yeah, it's straight completely up, straight up, up square. Yeah. yeah like, so it's like yeah, dyed blonde on the top, but you get, on the sides, black, it's like he's got the brown black roots, right? Terrible. And then, yeah, and then a a, a dark goatee. <laughs> 
So yeah, he just kind of looked ridiculous. I mean, I guess it is quintessential 90s, though. <laughs> wow, like, you're right. 94. Man. Jesus. Yeah. But then, yeah, so then the special effects, like when he, he would use the, whenever he would use the medallion, because he had, he had the soul medallion. So the double dragon medallion was broken into two parts. He managed to find one, and obviously, you know, the Lee brothers and their guardian have right. the other one. So right. he's trying to get it from them. That's kind of the whole plot of the movie. But um, oh, man. it's he, he uses it. And then because it's the soul one, um, he basically can turn in this ch- shadow form. But it's kind of like he just looks like when your TV goes into bad reception. Yeah. <laughs> so he kind of became like a flat, like cutout like, <laughs> like that was black with like, yeah, this like distortion like kind of the feedback loop going through your vhs yeah thing. <laughs> it would look like, yeah it would really look like yeah yeah and then he would go into a, like a shadow on the ground it was yeah it was oh, awful looking speaking of bad special effects what about a bobo oh well yeah uh, <laughs> boa bobo okay so <laughs> yeah so a bobos in the video games are like basically these big hulking guys with these huge heads and you know they're just kind of like Kind of like Incredible Hulks, but, right. you know, these just ugly guys. This guy was like, didn't look anything like that. He was big and hulking, but he was just, ugh. Disgusting. Just basically, oh, I had a note here. What did I say? Oh, my God. I think it's on the second page. <laughs> what do he look like? A Bobo looks like a fat, greased-up Bib Fortuna. So Bib Fortuna is the guy from Return of the Jedi, you know, the Twi'lek who has, like, the, oh, the, yeah, the tentacles yeah, around yeah, his yeah, leg. Yeah, yeah. 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 So he looked like that. Like, he just kind of. With a mohawk. Right, with a mohawk, but he just looked like he had just eaten way too many like turkey dinners or something. <laughs> Yo, that was bad special awful. effects. Awful. It was terrible. Well, I mean, that was yeah, the makeup the and makeup stuff. Was terrible. Like I did have a comment on the makeup when when he showed up like in a normal form, him right. and the other mohawked dude. Yes, you could see right along the the crease, you could see where they had they it's had like the, cap, uh, the, yeah, the bald cap, the bald cap with the mohawk that you could see where they put it on because it just stood out so dude, clearly. Dude, let me tell you how much they had to make for that. You know how well, how much they make on uh, the budget? It was seven million to make well, that, right? The budget was seven million. So the special effect was garbage. Yeah, it is. It really garbage, man. But they only grossed. One million the first weekend, one point three. Yeah, it was a total of like four point six million or something like that. Oh, total man, box office. They lost money. Yeah, boy. so it was it was <laughs> it was not a financial financial hit or critical for that matter. Yeah, it was thirteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes, bro. Right. Yeah, it's a thirteen percent terrible movie. Terrible acting all around. Dude. I mean, you could kind of tell Robert Patrick <laughs> was having fun with it, but even he couldn't do anything with this movie. Shit, look at Scott Wolf, man. I mean, hell, he's he was obnoxious. <laughs> he got on my nerves. <laughs> he did. <coughs> Excuse me. But um, yeah. So and then the the one scene in the video game kind of scene when they're driving the truck and he has to go to like the camera thing because oh. they block his window with the the newspaper or the yes. map. <laughs> oh, that was awful graphics. You know, you know remind me of remember Captain um, Powers. Yeah. With the bad CGI with the robots. Yep. Same thing. <laughs> yep. Oh God. So, yeah. We terrible. have come a long way, guys. We have. Jesus. So yeah, it's it funny. But okay, so let's see some of my other notes that I had on here. Damn, uh, Trevor. Let's see. Well, there was there was one guy I saw at the very beginning. It was just a quick shot. Um, a guy put on a uh, uh, a see through fedora. I missed that. Oh, yeah, it was just in a bar at okay. the very beginning. He yeah. puts on this see through fedora. Which, so they're trying to create atmosphere, but it's like. A see-through hat is the most ridiculous, useless thing because if you're trying to hide your, you know, your bedhead or your bad hair day, that's what the hat is for. 
I know a fedora is a little bit more business-like, but does anybody look good with the hat pressing against their hair? Yeah. No. So why do you want to see through the hat to be able to see their hair squashed against their hair? <laughs> Yo, what about the scene when they were getting oxygen on the, on the street, man? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that was a kind of a, you know, an interesting touch because of the, the, the smog and the pollution and everything. It's like, well, it's obviously. Not too far-fetched these days. Right. Um so let's see. Then we had Vanna White as a newscaster. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, and then uh, what's his name? Andy Dick as the weatherman. <laughs> <laughs> and what's his name? Hamilton. Um, uh, George Hamilton. Hamilton. He was another news anchor. Yeah. And then saying, but <laughs> yeah. So here are yeah transparent hats. Um, oh yeah, and then Billy giving the guy a noogie during the uh, the tournament at the beginning. Oh yeah. Like, what the well, I know I would I would say this though. There was a lot of color schemes. There were rainbows. Yeah. Of all the gangs and the power court people. It was a lot of colors, man. Yeah. And weird outfits. Like what the fuck was Alyssa Milano wearing? There was Those not- pants? They were like shorts, but then it's like she kind of had garters, but it was kind of like the you know, the sports cotton blend yeah. or whatever. Like garters. But the, it was like this. This, this teal blue that went down to like like jean leggings or something. It was, it was, seen like, it was really weird. <laughs> but you know what's weird though? The gangs, man. The, all types of gangs. You have a dude just as a post office, a post. Yeah, you had the postal worker. Then a preppy looking guy. You had the mime guys, but they had those weird balls oh, on the end man. of their fingers for some reason. It reminded me of a Warriors. Remember that back in the day? Yeah, Warriors, yeah, yeah. but the Warriors done better <laughs> as far as the gangs and everything. But this was just everywhere. Uh, yeah, it was just so random. Random some of these, shit, some of these man. gang members. You're like, really? You had them on roller skates, skateboards. I'm like, yeah, was, yeah man, it was just, it was really a lot of games, man, and that thing. Like, and the thing is, they the games, they 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 um, you had to have a curfew. If you was beyond a curfew, you got to pay a fifty dollar toll for the because the games ran the streets at night, but not during the day. Right, because there was yeah, there was an agreement that they like a truce that was made between the gangs and the cops. That yeah, the gangs ru- ruled the night, the cops you know took care of the day. So. Um, let's see. What else did I have? <laughs> man, Trevor got his plot yeah. on his book, man. Why does why does uh the, their um what's her name? Who Satori? Satori. So why does Satori give the medallion to Billy? But who's not the, the fuck the, up. Yeah, but yeah, not, not the Jimmy. responsible one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that was dumb. That was dumb. You know what she. She was on something else too. The actress I seen her on something else. I meant to look up what else she was in, but I forget. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But go ahead. Say but what then, you like, say. there's the scene where Alyssa Milano puts the wig on her hair so she can hide from her her dad, and it's like, okay, if her dad does not realize that's a wig, one, he's a terrible cop, and two, <laughs> he's a fucking moron. Yo, man, it was no use to having cops in that movie, man. They were useless. No, they were all completely useless. They were useless. Uh, what else you got there, Trevor? I'm having trouble. <laughs> man, you wrote your stuff. That's your writing, uh, man. Well, you know what? That's like the thing. My eyes are terrible. Um, oh, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And Satori's sacrifice. Okay. So she throws Billy and Jimmy out of the um, That's theater. The theater. Yeah, theater. To yeah. kind of hold back uh, Robert Patrick. Right. But Robert Patrick can turn into a shadow and just kind of like go under things. Shoku. So, that was in the name. Shoku. Yeah, it was like Kogu. Shoku. Shoku. It was Koga Shuko. Shoko. Shoko. Koga Shuko. Shoko. But it was, 
it's like, so what are you doing? He's just going to go straight through you or straight through the thing. So you're just killing yourself for no reason. So that was kind of foolish. Anyway. Yeah. So I had a note on that. I knew she was going to um, die in the first minute. Anyway. Oh, yeah. How is the spinach going through the funnel when Alyssa Milano is feeding a bobo, Bo- like, by torturing him with the spinach? Oh, God. It's like this really thin metal funnel that there's no way spinach is going to go through that thing. Um, you really put on some notes, didn't I, you? I did. Damn. I like this man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy is far more talented at fighting than Billy. It's very humorous. Which we just said, <laughs> which, which we, we talked about. about. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah, what is up with Marion's pants? We talked about that. Right, we did. Um, was that guy wearing underwear on his head? I just had this note. <laughs> there was one guy in the fight scene near the end. It just looked like he had underwear on his head. Okay. I had issues with the, um, the last part of the movie. Okay. All right. They all of a sudden, uh, all the gangs arrive at the power core headquarters and stuff like that, right? And they're supposed to be these gangs and they're supposed to be badass and stuff like that. So um, Robert Patrick character shows up. Um, what is it, Shogo? Koga Shuko. Shuko. So he shows up. <clears throat> he gets the, uh, both medallions, right? Well, all of a sudden, everybody just stopped doing what they're doing and seeing these two guys fight him. I mean, the game stopped doing everything. It was just like, oh, let's watch what they're doing. I'm like, yeah, everybody was just watching. Yeah. I'm like, really, man? And then he finally got the um, double dragon medallion. Then he's starting to turn into this, like, monster with a sword demon. I look like a shadow demon with a hood uh, on. Where he turned into two, two of, of them? them? Yeah. yeah I, I, I wrote that down. Let's see. Um, I guess Robert Patrick was like, I don't do martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> Because they were like, okay, so how do we make this badass without having Robert Patrick have to do martial arts? Let's just use these two hooded demon sword guys. <laughs> right. I'm like, really, man? Like, that's yeah, just it, lazy. It made no sense. It was very that's weird. It's lazy, man. Um, uh, but I did have one in between there. As like, you know a Bobo was going to masturbate to that picture until he saw himself in the mirror. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was in the bathroom, and yeah, then he stands up and he finds like this picture of a girl in a bikini attached to the mirror, and then he sees himself and is like, so sad. But I was like, man, he was totally going like, <laughs> to totally rub, rub, rub one out. out. Yeah, he's going to rub it out, boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. I only have a couple more notes. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot of uh, notes. Those outfits. Oh, the outfits oh, that they wore, they wore at, at the, the end. end. Yeah, I'm about yeah. to talk about that, too. They're, they're bedazzled, the, yeah, martial arts outfits. So they finally, Brian finally gets some when, suits at the end. When Billy and Jimmy put the, the medallions together. together and become the double dragons. Yeah, they get, like, their shiny suits. One blue, one red. Right. But they have, like, all the jewels on them. <laughs> they're, they're just so ridiculous, yeah. Then you see, uh, what's her name that died? She shows her face all of a sudden like the Jedi. Like, oh, Satori. Jedi ghost. Yeah, Satori, yeah. Satori, like... Now you're the double dragon. Like, what the you fuck? Guys you guys are the double dragons. <laughs> Protect it. <laughs> Protect it. Like, really? Use the force, Billy. No, yeah. no, she doesn't say that. You got the touch. Yeah. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, that, and then I just said, oh, the twins were funny at the end, Huey and Lewis. That's, uh, all, that's yeah. all I had. But you know that the Huey and, Huey and Lewis, one of the guys always plays a freaking henchman. Oh, yeah, he, he's in like yeah all those movies. All the bad guys, he typecasts as a henchman. Yeah. I, I guess he goes to audition and say, we need a henchman. Yeah, you little, need it. Yeah, you need a martial, martial artist, artist, like Asian henchman. Yeah. yeah, he's your go-to he's guy. Your guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. That ain't sad, but you got to make a living. Hey, it's work. It's work, yeah, right? So I think we're going to do this every so often with these, because I like talking about this. We didn't rip it really that bad, you know what I'm saying? 
We ain't doing that. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's why I like to write these, like, little notes. So you can just yeah. kind of read them and be like, okay, one, what the fuck was that scene that I'm talking about? And right. two, it's just little humorous things that pop up in my head that maybe right. people will find amusing. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if you, my all my listeners out there, if you ever seen the Double Dragon movie, we recommend you not to watch it. Yeah, seriously, don't watch it. Don't watch it's it. It's 97 minutes, so it's not terribly long, but it's still too long. <laughs> but if you want giggles on giggles and just pick at it, go ahead and watch it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that. if you want to watch a shitty movie, I mean, there's far worse movies. But, 13%? Well, I mean, I've seen worse movies. Yes, This true. one, at least, I mean, it's not great, but you can find, it's time, though. You can find a little bit of enjoyment in this one. Just by seeing how bad it is. Yeah, because you and I talked about... But it's about... not like the mo- it's not like fun bad. Oh, it, no, no, you no. Know, it's not like campy bad. It's just kind of... <sighs> oh, they just... tried, but this is really not good. No. But, you know, it has some fun fight scenes. I... It, you know, you could see I... where they were trying to be humorous, and I... it's kind I... of I... cringy funny, you know, watching it. I think so. the way they rate things now, Rotten Tomatoes do the percentage, but it's another one that does, like... Out of ten or something like that. I think that it Metacritic. Was, yeah, I think it was like three point eight yeah, <laughs> out of ten, something like that. Which it deserves that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's terrible. I'm not sure I even would have given it that much. Yeah, I don't give a half. That damn. seems that seems a bit high to me. But then it was surprising to me. Well, not too surprising, but the one of the writers of the movie is actually Paul Dini. <clears throat> so for my comic book fans out there, Paul Dini is the creator of Holly Quinn from the television show, um, Batman <clears throat> animated series. And uh, with Bruce Tim, and when I saw Paul Wadini, I'm like, "Damn, he worked for DC Comics." <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, "Wow, hey man, we got to make a living. Yeah, hey, you got to make a living, man. Living, you you know, make a living. I'm not but, knocking him because he has done great work over yeah. the years, but I was just surprised that I saw his name on it. Like, wow, man, you got to start somewhere, right? Uh, if yeah. that was where he started, sure. <laughs> I don't think he did, but I guess, hey man, well, it was story by him. He didn't yeah, write the screenplay, story. but still, but, but he's involved. Uh, but yeah, he, he he had his name attached to this thing, which what? is never a good thing. Like, I just cut the check, right? Yeah, <laughs> like my boy Sam, you just Sam, cut the check, cut the check, cut the check. <laughs> That's all you got to do. So, guys, um, like I said once once again, this is not a good movie. If you want giggles and laughs and just dissect this some bitch any kind of way. Go ahead and do it, because we did. <laughs> so, so speaking of comic books, I'm going to see the little segue right there. Yeah, looking nice. Yeah, man. So I know you wanted to um, pick up a book, but it's coming out in July. What is it? Yeah, there's a book in coming in, in July. Um, it's by Mirka Andolfo, who right. I've really become a fan of hers. You know, she did... She did originally that unnatural one with the that mm. sexy pig. We but, missed that um, one. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't really into that sort of thing, but, you know, she did make a pig look sexy, and that's really yeah. hard to do. Yeah, she sure So did. you got to give her credit for that. She's a great artist. She sure um, But then, yeah, she does Unsacred, and then she did Mercy, and, you know, I really dig her art her but art style. It changes, though, for the storytelling. Have you noticed right. that Mercy is different from Unsacred? Right. We, we talked about that when we were talking about Mercy the yeah. first time, is that, yeah, Unsacred and unnatural. Well, un- un- unnatural is very like neon right. colored, and then unsacred was very bright colors. Um, and then yeah, mercy, mercy was very dark, but you know it was dark but vibrant. Right. So um, yeah, so she's very good with the atmosphere and the you know the um, character designs and everything. Well, she has a new one coming out that's probably more similar to unsacred. I would right. say yeah. uh, called Sweet Paprika, <laughs> um, and it's. 
it's about like a demon lady who's like kind of a no nonsense um, businesswoman who's put her career ahead of her relationships and stuff like that. So it's kind of like a, a sexy rom com type story. Uh, and then like some angel guy who's a delivery guy. So he's kind of naive and maybe a bit, you know, on the, the dumbish side. But, you know, there's kind of this big buff dude right. kind of comes into her life and, you know, all the the relationship shenanigans and stuff that goes on with that. But it looks fun. I love her artwork. And as soon as I saw like she nails the devil, uh, the sexy devil lady thing, which I kind of have a thing for. <laughs> so as soon as I saw that, I was like, I have to find this book and find out what it's about. I'm definitely going to pick it up. So, I, I, read, I, I collect on sacred. Right. And so, I mean, I like the, the angel and devil thing also. And, but yeah, he's, but this one, yeah, is so this one's like the opposite. opposite. It's like okay. the, yeah. And this one, the female is the devil right. and the, the male is the angel. Right. Um, whereas unsacred was the other way. Right. right yeah. Uh, apparently they're also making an animated series off of it. Really? Yeah. So there, that's in the works. I'm not sure when or where it's going to come out. They haven't really announced that, but it is, it is in the works. That would be pretty cool, man, if it's yeah. done right. Yeah. So, yeah, so that one looks pretty cool. I'm I'm really digging the artwork and everything. So at this point, it's like pretty much put anything by Mirka Andolfo on my pull list. So I know that you said they had a statue coming out too. There was. I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna order it because it it looks like too serious and she just looks grumpy. Ah. It's it's not it's not like as you know as fun or whatever or flirty as a lot of the artwork is. So. I don't know if I'll pick it up, and it's one hundred and sixty-nine dollars. If it were cheaper, maybe I would. Uh, but sweet paprika, sweet uh, oh paprika, uh-huh. P A P R I K A. Ah, uh, okay. Let me see the image. I'm, 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 man, you're trying to call me out on this podcast, like, yeah, uh, man, uh-oh, they... what if he doesn't spell it properly? <laughs> oh, Make me damn. look like a dumbass. Okay. Is that the statue? Oh uh-huh. yeah, no, that's the picture I saw. Yeah, I like and that's this. what made me go start looking for it. Because it was the back in the back of Commanders in Crisis, right? Um, there was like just one of those things that's like, "Hey, sign up for our whatever and get these exclusive wallpapers." And I was like, "Okay, so I'll get to that story in a second here." But so then I saw that you know, like right. these exclusive you know wallpapers by Merca and Dolfo, and I was like, "Oh, these are pretty cool." So I went to sign up for their newsletter and right. be like, "All right, let's get some of these wallpapers." You sign up for it, and then it's like, "All right, go to our site," but it doesn't say anything about the the wallpapers. So I went to their site, and all the site is is just their logo and contact us. That's it. There is nothing else on their site. So it's like, I just fucking signed up for your newsletter. And this is what you get? And this is what, fuck you guys. <laughs> Damn. So I had to go then look on Google Images and find some of those pictures so I could download yeah, that's them. that's some nice pictures, man. I but like yeah, that. it's like, yeah. So that one I looked at, and that was what I was like, oh, yeah. You um, got on your wallpaper for your phone? Uh, well, I have a different one on my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I like um, this. Because on my phone, it's like you have to. So I found a, like oh, I just saw a, a drawing one that she's done. But like on my computer, when I have one where she's getting out of the pool, right. and there's like the angel dog is like pulling on her tail, and she's all like, "Wow, what the hell?" <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm definitely getting that then. But yeah, I'm really digging the artwork on that one, so I'm very excited about that. Okay, cool. So that's on my radar now. Thanks for thanks, Trevor. I appreciate You're that. Welcome. Every now and then, yeah. I come up with something yeah, kind of I, I see, I see, I see. So guys, this is um our episode, our special episode of talking bad about a movie. Oh, and I wanted to talk about ah. that video game I was playing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. <laughs> it's been to, a long day. Trying to bro. cut me out. It's been a long day. 
from all day. So what video game were you talking about? All right, Jack? so the other, well, I had heard about this game um, when I listened to the, that podcast, How Did This Get Played? Right. Um, and it sounded really interesting. So I put it on my Steam wish list, and it came on sale this past weekend. Right. It's called What Remains of Edith Finch. And, you know, a, a lot of you may have already known about this game or played this game. And essentially it's, it's kind of what would be called a walking simulator is how it would normally be described, which basically means you kind of walk around an environment uh-huh. and, you know, it's, it's not like there's, you know, fighting or anything. It's like you choose this door to go in or you have, you know, you go this and it kind of advances the story just by walking from place to place right. and maybe interacting with items every now and then. But a lot of it is atmosphere. So, and this one is like gorgeous. So essentially, it's kind of about a girl who seems to be going back to her childhood home, uh-huh. and it's this crazy home, like on a cliff, you know, like on on the the side, you know, next to a beach, and it's kind of it's been built, but then there's like more parts that have been built on top of the the house. So it's uh-huh. this crazy looking house. Right. So she goes back to this house to kind of you know look into the roots of her family and stuff, and what we start to learn is that it probably is a curse, but it seems like her family is cursed ever since her, I want to say great grandfather Odin came over from Europe and he sailed with his house across, but then it got shipwrecked in the storm. And now you can kind of see it just off the coast, the old house. Um, And I think he died in the shipwreck, but his wife Edie was, um, no, Edie was her grandmother. In any case, Edie was now in this house. So she's like the grand matriarch of, of this house. Oh, okay. But it's like every family member in this this family has kind of died in very strange, mysterious circumstances. So it's that type some of Some at early ages, some at whatever. So basically you kind of go through this house and it's – it's gorgeously designed. It's like you see all these photo frames and pictures and like little things that'll come into play later. Like, you know, the cans of, uh, of fish like tuna or whatever, I think it, or salmon. It's one of them um, that she says is from a cannery when her brother worked at the cannery. So they had so many, uh, you know, so much that they all got sick of, but the cat still loved. And, you know, she makes comments like that. Um, but as she goes around, all of these doors are sealed. Oh, so okay. basically um, the rooms that these these people, these family members lived in have been sealed now that they're all dead. And so it, and it has their names and their, you know, the years they were alive, kind of like, you know, a tombstone, just like a little decal. And you can look through the peepholes and kind of see a little bit of what's inside. But there's all these like little secret passages in the house that, so you can actually get into those rooms. So this game is more of a puzzle game, uh, mystery and also kind of well, supernatural. Kind of a mystery. There's no real Super puzzle popular, aspect to it. Okay. It's, it kind of guides you with where you're supposed to go. Because wow, as yeah. you're going, she's she's narrating the story. Oh, it's like okay. a first person sp- perspective. But she narrates the story. And so you kind of know by following where she says stuff, which way to go. Oh, okay. And there aren't too many places you can go to begin with. So it's like you go in the first room because it's the only one that's open. And then, um, and then that has like a little hatch that you can open. And then you can go into... Um, molly's room who's like this little 10 year old girl right and then each time you go you'll find like the room is basically a memorial to their life you know and there's always like a little memorial plaque or whatever that has something um that you then pick up and you can like read or look at or whatever to kind of figure out 
what happened to them. And then each time you pick it up, it kind of goes into this little scenario where now you're in the perspective of that family member who died. So you're basically playing the moments before their death. Oh, so, but each one is different. So it's like Molly's is kind of, she kind of, she, she was sent to her room early. So she's very hungry. So she goes and she eats her hamster's food and then she eats some, uh, um, some toothpaste and then she goes like to the window and she eats like the berries on a poinsettia plant. So at this point you're like, she poisoned herself. Yeah. Um, but then all of a sudden she sees a bird outside and she goes and then she tries to get out. And then suddenly she's a cat and then she's chasing the bird all around the thing. Cause she's so hungry right. and she finally catches the bird. And as she's flying through the air after eating the bird, suddenly she's an owl. And now you're flying as an owl and you have to, you know, snatch up rabbits and then you turn into a shark and roll into the water and have to like eat a seal. And then, yeah. And then you become like this tentacle monster, which is kind of fun oh, God. on a boat. And then you have to like <laughs> slither up to people and then you grab them and no, eat them. No, you don't. And that, yeah, no, you don't. And then the, no, 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 you don't. yeah. And then uh-uh. the tentacle monster comes back under her bed and then, you know, so it kind of finishes. It's really good. And it, uh, it's really funny the way you, she ends we, it. You know how to pick them, don't you? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so are. that's like one of them and then there's another one that's really cool like later the guy who worked at the cannery right well he's kind of like losing his mind and just kind of you know bored he just does this monotonous thing where he just takes the fish he goes through the thing the slicer chops its head off and then he throws it on the conveyor belt and back and back forth and forward, yeah. but then in his mind he starts imagining himself in a video game so it's kind of neat because you're playing with two hands so one hand, you just have to constantly do the monotonous with the fish. Mm-hmm. You grab the fish, you cut its head off, then you push up and throw it on the conveyor belt. In the other hand, you're walking through like this labyrinth dungeon. So at first it's like an overhead 2D one. And then suddenly it start, starts becoming more 3D as you go along. But now you're just kind of walking through this thing and then you're on a ship. Um, but while the whole time you keep cutting off heads of these things. So you're you're doing two things at once, but it's pretty neat, hmm. you know, and um and so, of course, you kind of know where this one's going, <laughs> but it, it's it's stuff it's stuff like that. So, and then there's one kid who's on a swing, and you have to swing, and he's trying to swing it completely around, and he goes flying off the cliff, and that's how he dies. And, oh my god! You know, there's another one that's like a comic book. So there was a girl who was like a child star in like a horror movie, but so it's kind of like a comic book, but basically based on the. Um, Tales of the Crypt. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's the Crypt Keeper or whatever is, like, telling this story. And Barbara went down to the... You know, and so it shows, like, all the panels of the thing. And every now and then you'll get to a panel where you can play as Barbara. Hmm. And so you go down in the thing and, you know, you go down in the basement to find out what these noise this noise is and blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of cool. And then another one is just, like, an interactive flip book. Um, So you actually played it already? Yeah, it only takes a couple hours. So, So here's the thing. It normally costs about nineteen ninety nine. Right. Don't buy it for nineteen ninety nine because it's not a very long game. Right. Um, I got it on sale for seven ninety nine, oh. which is much more worth it. But it's this game is really weird because it's gorgeous, it's atmospheric, the story is you know it's great. It's just this this girl the way they they drop in little hints there, and as she's telling the story, you realize halfway through that she's twenty two weeks pregnant, and you know stuff like that, and you start finding out more about you know, all of her family dying and it's a little morbid. It's a little uncomfortable. Like there's one scene where you're a one-year-old in a bathtub and you know where that's going. Oh man. Um, Yeah. yeah. Right. So there are some things that can be kind of weird, but then there's another one where you're, you're this guy who lives underground trying to beat the curse for like 30 years. And then he one day decides, all right, fine. 
I'm going to break out of this place and doesn't. As soon as he goes out, he gets whacked by a train. So it's, you know, oh, fuck. it's kind of this. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Okay. But it's a great interactive experience. And it's fun that each each thing is a little bit different. There's one where you're taking pictures with a camera. So you have to focus and you have to move the camera. There's another one where you're flying the kite and you have to fly it over the words to continue the story. And, you know, it's uh, it's just really it's a really cool experience. It's really hard to say anything wrong with this game, other than the fact that you may find it a little uncomfortable. Right. Okay. But it's not like it celebrates the deaths or anything. It's just, you know, so it, it wasn't anything that bothered me in particular. It's yeah. just telling this story, yeah. but it's, it's a really cool game. I really enjoyed it. It kind of sticks with you. I, I take your word for it, Trevor. Right. You know, you, the game guy, man, you played many games than I do. So, and what was the name of it again? It's called What Remains of Edith Finch. And I think it was made by Giant Sparrow um, and then I think released by Annapurna Studios. So, guys, check that out. You, you like that type of game? It's, it seemed interesting to me, but I think I'm not going to be. Yeah, I mean, seen. you really have to be into that sort of game. Yeah. But it's I mean, it's an it's an experience worth you know, worth worth playing if if you're into that sort of yeah, thing. I don't have Steam. I need to probably get Steam. You know, it you can get it. I think on you might be able to get it on PS4 too. Mm-hmm. But I played it on Steam because it was it was cheaper there. It was on sale. Okay, cool. Um, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> that's very interesting. So there you there you go. There you have it. A new game by Trevor. He beat it already. Well, I mean, it only takes like two, three hours maximum. I, I know, man, but I'm joking because, you know, you so far, man, you're on this game thing, man. You got like, well, how many Platinums on your PS4 now? Well, officially I have 21 Platinums. Shit. Um, but that's just because those are the ones that have a Platinum, platinum trophy. System, if you're counting yeah. how many I have 100%, it's probably like 23 or 24. See? No, not even close. Not even close. I got, I got the and that's just hobbies. the play, that's just the PS4. I didn't own the PS3. That's so. right. That's right. Okay, cool. So guys, um, like I said, another great episode of Just Being Names Podcast with my co-host Trevor. We learned some new stuff, you know, new game. We talked about Double Dragon, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Our new books coming out in July. So it was been it been a good episode, man. So Trevor. How can people reach you uh, on your social media? I am on Twitter at, at Toshiro Noronin. And you can check me out at JustBeingAmos.com and also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at JustBeingAmos. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Peace. Just being an